T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The Score! special edition of Score Overnights as we remember our dear friend and colleague Les Grobstein. Host Mark Grody is live from now until 5 a.m. talking all things Grobber with some of Les's favorite people. We are here talking Les Grobstein. Can there be anything better I mean, really, I love talking Chicago sports, love talking Bears and Bulls, Blackhawks, White Sox, Cubs. and But you know what it's all encompassed by is Les Grobstein because he is, he was, however you want to refer to Les at this point, he was Chicago sports. Yes, indeed. And, and we do welcome you in officially to this Les Grobstein memorial show, tribute show. We, we lost Les a, a year ago last night. Now that it's 12.01 and we want to maintain Grobber time, nobody spoke overnight better than Les, as in he didn't even think about it. When midnight hit, it was the next day. And while I'm sitting here having to think about what day, Tuesday, Tuesday, Les knew the language. He spoke the language, and he probably would have been talking in a cadence, something like that. It, once it's 12 o'clock, it means it's the next day. It's Tuesday. It's not yesterday. It's not 12. It's today. It's Tuesday. So that's where we land, folks. It is a Tuesday, and I get to be here with you until 5 o'clock this morning. And, uh, man, do we have a lot. We have a lot. Um, and on the TV screen, I'm, I'm just, I, I just catching the the some more of the post game of the the Dallas Tampa Bay game tonight. I watched it, and uh, 
you know, Dallas beating Tampa Bay 31-14. to And just before I came on the air, I thought about Les. This would have been a very complicated game for Les. I don't know which side he would have been on here. He hates the Cowboys, just hates Dallas. Just, you know, he hated, he hated legacy teams. He, um, for some reason, other than the, the, in Chicago, he kind of, like when you think about it, and this is a fairly new revelation of mine. Maybe even tonight, just trying to figure out where Les would land on Dallas and Tampa Bay. Les Grobstein kind of resented greatness, kind of resented greatness if it didn't involve one of his teams. You know, hates winning franchise, hates LeBron James, hates all good. So tonight, to get it back down to narrow here, Dallas is Dallas. He hates the Cowboys, right? There's no reason that Les would like the Cowboys. But there's also no reason whatsoever that Les would like Tom Brady. So, hey, the goat, more like more like the sheep, you know? that <laughs> He would not have wanted to hear goat talk. As a matter of fact, he may have given two or three reasons why Jim McMahon was better than Tom Brady at some point in time, you know? Like that could have happened so this this night last night would have been a very complicated game for less and i don't know exactly how he would have spoken about it so yeah that that's that's where i am with less at this moment see it's moment to moment with me i'm still trying to figure out less grab scene and i try to think along with him what would less think about it and i think he would have had a lot of hate for a lot of things that went oh hell on. yeah <laughs> In the game last night. But that's the way Les would have taken it in. Um, on this Grobber Memorial show tonight, here's, here is the list of live guests that we will have tonight. And hopefully we will hear from you as well, you the, the Grobber fan, the score fan, the listener. At 1210, just in about five minutes from right now, we will have Scott Grobstein on the show. Scott is Les's son. He is a fellow Illinois State alum like myself. I am very fortunate to have gotten to know Scott, you know, beyond a text message to the score text machine. I've gotten to know Scott, and he has helped me to understand his father better. And sometimes I think that Scott still tries to figure out his father. So we'll share hopefully a laugh or two with Scott in uh, just a little bit, about five minutes from right now. And then after Scott, probably right around 1230, we're going to have his longtime girlfriend, Kathy, on. If you are a listener to The Score, if you have any interest in Les at all, you know all about Kathy because he spoke so fondly of her, always talked about what he was going to be doing with her, vacations. I met Kathy uh, probably a handful of times before Les's death, and always great. Always great. I was like, why, why is this person so normal? Wow. It, uh, this is not necessarily what I would have expected. Um, you know, see, running into Les and Kathy with uh, my then-girlfriend Kim at, a, at the United Center at a Lady Gaga concert, <laughs> which was just spectacular. Spectacular. I wouldn't have wanted life any other way that night to, to run into Les and and his girlfriend Kathy with my girlfriend and just she get she gets a load of less. Ah, oh, she got it all. And uh yeah, and she was like so so where does he come from again? <laughs> 
think that was the quoted question from from Kim. Um, so that's what we have coming up here shortly. Uh, one o'clock this morning. I'm looking very forward to this. We will have on John Greenberg of the Athletic. If you know John, you know how enthusiastic he has been about less and for for since. It, since he's been listening to Chicago radio, or since he's been in Chicago, and then we'll we'll get the origins from Greenberg exactly when he started listening to Grober and why and what kept him there, because he has written a lot about less. And as a matter of fact, if you go on uh, theAthletic.com right now, John Greenberg has a, an article up, a survey up about bum of the year. That's what that's what John and I are going to talk about. We are attempting to do bum of the year justice tonight and the candidates that are up. And I I retweeted John, so it's on my um, Twitter page at Mark Grody Sports or John Greenberg's John underscore Greenberg. But the I'll just quickly give you the bum of the year candidates right now, and we'll d- definitely need your calls too, of course. Uh, Tony Larusa, Jerry Reinsdorf, Tom Ricketts, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. A crescendo of grabber anger there going through those names. And then, you know, fill in the blank. Hey, we're doing the best we can with these candidates. So that's what we came up uh, with for that. At 2 Little o'clock. NFL News, Urban Meyer, what a piece of crap. <laughs> he had so many sound bites. You know, I think that that was just there's a timer that's going to go off in our downtown chicago studios where sean sears is executively producing this show he did not even pressing buttons he's just got a timer set up that no matter what's going on i could be mid-sentence and there'll be a grabber drop because somehow some way we have to attempt to get through all of those and you know i'm, I'm not positive that we will uh yeah so that's good good to point that out sean sears in our downtown chicago studios along with Alex Kuhn helping out. I admit that I am remote as I am in my home doing the show. This is where I did so many of those grobber shows when I filled in uh, last year after we lost less and I was doing about three times a week. So I feel like very comfortable right here. It's perfect that it is Sean producing because he was the guy that produced a little bit with less and then with all of my shows and got to know Sean. So it's a little bit of a reunion for us here tonight as well. Um, at two o'clock this morning, Mark Potash of the Chicago Sun-Times covers the Bears with me at Hallis Hall. But uh, what Potsy is is just a true appreciator of sports talk radio. I know he doesn't like all of it, but he you know what he is? He just loves sports, man. He loves sports and I think he recognizes the companion that radio is like a lot of us do. It's one of those things like if you're a radio person, if you're a true radio person, like you get the intimate relationship that exists with it and you need it. You need it. There's there's no other way to put it, which is something, too, that I understand, you know, that a lot of people needed less and still today. I mean, I saw the complaints on Twitter today when I was posting stuff. There's there's always people, and I appreciate you guys. I got no problem with it. People saying it's not the same and that they, they don't want to hear national radio and they don't want to hear recorded interviews. Uh, less was that, – that just kind of tells you how unique and special less was that – he was able to pull something off like that, that he was able to do five days a week, sometimes six days a week, sometimes more than five hours in a show. It's pretty hard to find that person. It's pretty hard to find that person. So uh, while I do appreciate it all, it just makes less 
all that more spectacular and kind of like we truly didn't know what we had when we had less doing those overnights because man to pull that off five days a week like i'm good for a few nights a week you know i i I guess i was good night good for a few nights a week and i should be fine tonight getting through five hours of pretty much unscripted radio uh but no i'm probably not built to do this five days a week i don't think any of us really are and less was and it was a worthwhile resource when when Les Grobstein was doing it. Uh, so Mark Potash at two o'clock. Um three o'clock, my guy, Mark Carmen from CHGO. He uh he, he goes way, he goes about as far back with Les as I do. And the Carm just has some really good stories. I, I always get it mixed up and I should know the story by now, but it's Carmen was helped Les move, I think. I'll just leave it at that. Do you need any more than that if you know less? That is incredible. <laughs> I am so excited for that. What more, Sean? Oh, my God. Would... Can you imagine, like, the, like, he probably had enough of those, like, game day programs to build furniture out of. Like, <laughs> can, you, can you imagine that? Oh, man. Well, yeah. So, and there's a good story attached to it with, with Mark Carmen And Carmen is a night owl like i don't understand his sleep schedule i'm i'm, I'm good friends with carm so that's why i, I know minutiae about his life like he, he has a weird sleep schedule and he, he like out when i was doing those overnights it'd be like 2 30 in the morning yeah oh there's a carm text and uh that's just the beauty of carm and so carm will come out with us at three o'clock and he can stay on as long as he wants um and then at four o'clock fun's over yeah, the boss wants to come on. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Mitch Rosen, program director here at the Score, uh, the, the obviously the person who hired. I think he hired less. Did he hire less twice? Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. We'll ask Les or we'll ask Mitch about how Grobber Score was born. Uh, Grobber Score was born though, actually on Belmont, and that does predate Mitch's time with the score. I think it was, I be, yeah, it probably was Ron Gleason who actually initially hired Les. And then I think it was Drew Hayes. Aye! Drew Hayes who ended up getting rid of Les. And then he went to down the dial to 1,000, I think with Mitch, I want to say. And then something happened where that job no longer existed. And then Mitch had him back at the score or something like that. I may have just totally botched that. So those are questions. I'm putting this down here right now. Questions for Mitch. You know, I got to ask the boss good questions. So we're going to put that one down for for Mitch. Um, also, so that's the guest list. Scott Grobstein here moments just waiting for word from Sean on that. With Kathy, John Greenberg, Mark Podash, Mark Carmen, Mitch Rosen. And I am told that the one and only Scott Grobstein, son of a Les, is joining us right now. What'd you score. call me? What's <laughs> up, buddy? Son of a Les. I saw you the last time I saw Well, actually, I've seen you a couple times recently. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah I got to see you at the the Northwestern game. That was yes. the Northwestern-DePaul game. Which we'll, actually, we'll, yeah, which we'll talk about here in a second. And then sure. I saw you at a at a Bears, Bears. game. I think yep. didn't the Bears didn't like McCaskey hook you up with a 
Okay, give they us did. the run. Yeah, give us the rundown on the Bears game first, and then we'll talk sure. about the the DePaul experiences too. And we'll talk we'll talk Grabber here, man. I always got so many questions for you, so let's start it. with those. Let's start with those two kind of cool sporting events that I just kind of happened to to see you at. Yeah, you know, this is, um, first of all, of, of course, thanks for having me on. This is an absolute honor to be doing this. We, uh, un- well, unfortunately, but fortunately, um, we had to do this a year ago today. Um, the fortunate part was I got to know you and, and you know, everybody over there. Mitch has been unbelievable. Um, and and people like George McCaskey. Um, and, and, you know, I heard from Pat Fitzgerald this summer from Northwestern and, um you know, they called me up for to, to be a part of the Northwestern DePaul game. Um, the people who have reached out, I mean, I'm 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 just the kid. I'm not I'm not the legend. I'm just the the 43 year old guy who has my own you know world that I take care of. But the people who have reached out and um, and 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 you know offered me the experiences to be a part of things. And um, so yeah, I was at the Bears Miami game, and I think that was probably the first I, well when i saw you you called it man you're like this is going to be the last nice weather game <laughs> there is i want to say it was in the mid 60s and it was uh i think we all know it went downhill from there but um just just a great experience being out there and i think that was the first time i realized that uh boy justin fields is pretty fun man that was the game when we were all like oh my gosh that guy's running like crazy but holy cow he cannot do that for a sustained career so that was our uh, hypothesis of the game, but um, a lot of fun that day. I was able to take my oldest uh, to that one and a couple buddies and um, and 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 just enjoy it. Um, the Northwestern DePaul game was truly special because I know my father was um, heavily connected to both schools um, for for decades, and they uh, called me and asked me to um, you know help present the the Player of the Game uh, award that. Um, he always presented, whether it was uh, at DePaul or Northwestern. Obviously, this year it happened to be in Evanston, and I was able to bring my little guy for that because, for me, um, that, that's what I want to do. I want to pass you know, as much knowledge and experience um, that I've learned about sports um, from my father down to my kids. Um, and so to have my little guy at that game, who is very much my sports kid, you've met Mr. Nicholas. Um, yep. He is... He, he's deep in the game, man. He he loved it, and they let uh, him go on the court with me afterwards. And uh, uh, Chase Adich from Northwestern, the, the player of the game, was was just unbelievable. Let Nicholas hold the plaque, and um, so, such a cool experience. So, um, yeah, I mean, those that's just like the tip of the iceberg, but so so much fun. You know, you, you're talking about your son Nicholas, Mister Nicholas, who <laughs> I <laughs> met. At the at Grober's funeral, his services, and sure. you know when I first met you, I was like, "Yeah, Scott doesn't really seem like the, he doesn't have he doesn't seem like less." And you know, less is a, you know that's that's not a yeah. uh, you know that, no. that, that he you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I do. All right, yes. I'm like Thank okay. He's, yeah. <laughs> He's normal. I'm, I'm stuttering because I, mean, well, I wanted to say yeah. Scott seems pretty normal. <laughs> Yeah, there's some there's some socially uh, there were some socially interesting moments with uh, my father, but we all know that. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, 
that's funny. Um, not not to get it too uh, serious and emotional for a minute, but um, you know, one one thing that my father definitely did this weekend. We'll definitely jump back into sports, but yeah, please. I was I was going to uh, I was going to not mention this, but uh, it's it's been a very interesting weekend um, for uh, my my family. My oldest Ben, I just mentioned him. Um, he's fine. I want to preface that he's absolutely okay, but he was um, in a pretty bad. Uh, car accident Saturday night on his way oh home from work, um, in which the car was. I, you know, the details I'll try to evade, but the the car was totaled. He's miraculously okay without a scratch, and I immediately, of course, went to thank you uh, up above for protecting him. So, not to bring it all you know emo that yeah. quick. I know I just totally made that a downer, but that's no. kind of been um, that's been on the mind all weekend. Just how my oldest was able to walk away with nothing and obviously I thank God for that and thank my father and all the miracles that happened. So just wanted to get that out of the way, the power, the power of, uh, if, if y'all out there don't believe in, uh, prayer and guardian angels and all that, man, I, I, I learned it this weekend firsthand. So, well, thanks for sharing that. Man. that. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, no, man, Scott, thanks for being vulnerable and sharing sure. that with me in our audience. I mean, that means a lot. And I, man, that's, I, I don't have kids, but like yeah. I felt that for Like I'm, I was imagining like maybe one of uh, my nieces or nephews and they get into it, a call what? And your kid walks away. I mean, it would definitely yeah. give a new appreciation for something, uh, something more important than ourselves, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, the fact that he called me and said, you know, it's that dreaded phone call a parent doesn't want to get, but Hey dad, I was in an accident. I think my car is totaled. I, I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't care about the car. Don't care. You, of course. I mean, yeah. if the car's a car, I don't care. Got there and it was, it was, uh, it was rough, real rough. Just a, the, the, the oh. car was in rough shape. And as soon as I got there, they were like, he's fine. He walked over to the ambulance himself. He's totally fine, totally alert. And I'm like, yeah, someone had something to do with that big time. Oh, so God, well, yeah. God, God bless Ben and you, man. Thank and you. we'll Thank keep you. the <laughs> prayer. And it's good. No, I think that's good for everybody to hear everybody listening and understanding, you know, what's, what's going on out there. So yeah, we really appreciate you telling us that. And uh, as for, as for Mr. Nicholas, though, when I, when I saw him, <laughs> Uh, yes. You know, I had sized you up, and okay. yeah, yeah. and, and uh, I was like, okay. And then I saw saw and Ben for that matter, and yes. and then I saw Nicholas, and I was like, oh my god, there he is! <laughs> He's the heir apparent. He looks a little like him. He was a little bit misbehaved. Yeah, you know, no he was, one. Yeah, yeah, he was a little feisty. Yeah, I don't know if misbehaved is right. I got you. Uh, yeah, you know, pushed the. I was like, okay. I think we got something, and now you tell me that he is the sports fan. So I think I got a good eye for Grobber talent. Oh yeah, he. Um, we will play, you know, indoor football. He will every morning. He will ask me, you know, who won the TCU Ohio State game. I'm like, you don't want to know. Um, but you know, that was the, the, what, the title game. But he'll he'll that'll be his first words in the morning when I kiss goodbye on my way to work. Is who won? Who won the Bulls? Oh man, Demar Derozan. You know. I'm like, uh, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. So it's my mini me. Um, but obviously, I have you know, they're they're my two boys, and I have uber strong connection. I mean, they you tell you tell people with kids. Um, I, I always use the phrase, "You'll never love anything more." And uh, it, it, there's it, there's nothing more you can say about it than that. It's they're they're both unbelievable, both very different. But um, I try to. 
you know, pass down what I've learned and the experiences that I've learned from, uh, from my father down to them. And, uh, they get, they get some laughs, they get it, they get how they're, you know, how he was and they've met him and they knew, oh boy, you know. <laughs> what was that? What was that like though? Like was he just, sure. and I know your relationship with him probably wasn't all perfect, but like, yeah. like when, well, what was less thought of like when he come over for family events, was there preparation sure. involved? Like what was it like when, when grandpa left? was coming to the yeah house. and that's that's what we refer to him as grandpa less um he was like a little paparazzi he had to take pictures of <laughs> everything and everybody and man anytime you know Ben's a performer at uh for plays and musicals he'd come out there and and it would be first thing hey ben good job hey gotta get a picture and you know you could see the, the friendly eye roll like okay you know and you knew it was gonna be 10 takes because the, the camera wasn't you know <laughs> So that was kind of what they, yeah, and they knew that they, he'd come up with, they'd come up with a, hey, a Home Alone bobblehead or or a random <laughs> gift from a Bears game, and you know, yeah, I had to explain to him that this is this is him, you know, showing his feelings towards you and him expressing what he can towards you, and and it, it's all meant off obviously goodness and and kindness and. You know, I, I think the boys got it. They they um, struggled when it happened a year ago, but they struggled because they saw me going through a lot of stuff. And, I, of course, Nicholas, uh, the morning I went out with uh, with uh, David Haw, um, literally next morning goes, Daddy, can we play Legos? I'm like, well, no, I got to go do, you know, on the air and, and do this. And are you doing more Grandpa Less stuff? You know, so, <laughs> you know, try yeah. explaining that to a nine-year-old. But it was uh, – yeah. It's it, yeah, it, it it's been all good stuff. We went through um they, we have our little my little baseball sports nook in my basement where I'm at right now and of course we've got the the, the bobblehead and everything down there and we'll randomly push the button and be like, Hey Grandpa Les can announce the game and so they you know, Nicholas gets a part of it and Ben just kinda you know, he, he gets he gets he's older, so he understood the relationship a little bit more than obviously the little guy. So Yeah, interesting yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, it is. It it, uh, it all makes a lot of sense. You, you mentioned sure. like the 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 awkward interactions that might occur <laughs> having less as your father or yes. the kids having as a grand. Do you have any examples of sure. that, any stories that you might be able to share with Score Overnight about those moments? Well, I've told you the infamous no mayo story. Um, we <laughs> yeah, talked. Yes, yeah. yes I, I can rehash that a little bit because I still get it's still quoted here. Um, when we go to a uh, went out for lunch, yeah, I don't know. Okay, that was our our usual custom to meet once a month. Um, he and I would talk about sports, and there were two incidents. There was the he, he demanded no mayo on a sandwich, but went on a tirade to the poor lady behind the counter and said, <laughs> "No mayo. If I get it, I'll get sick. I'm not. I'm not eating it. I'm not taking it. You know, I'm not going to touch it." <laughs> <laughs> you do it so much better, man. I can't. No, no, that, that, that actually sounded really good. You, I mean, man, you're cracking me up, man. That sounded oh, great. Yeah, and I and I every time he and I would just find myself kind of like I said, like you know the Homer Simpson meme where he just cringes back into the bushes. That's kind of that's kind of what I was doing. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what what are we doing here? What are we doing? We got. They, she's got it. She understood that. No mayo. I don't like condiments either, so I get it. <laughs> I just try not to be aggressive when I order my food. And this poor lady, same restaurant. Like I can't believe they didn't kick us out. But um, there was TVs on Sports Center. They were talking about Tebow, Tim Tebow. Oh no! And, oh yes. And for whatever reason, 
my father was a big hater on Tebow. He wanted all the shenanigans and all the stuff he did out of football. I had no ah. problem. Dad, by the way, your dad, your dad, I've, I've just made this discovery tonight. Just think, yeah. he, kinder, he resented greatness that was outside the city of Chicago. Oh, really? No, he just kind of did. I'm saying he didn't seem to like the oh, great, yeah, sorry. the yes. great athletes and the great like franchises. Like he, oh, he was a to, homer. He seemed to resent those. Dude. Like, of course, he was a homer, but it went even yeah. further than that. Not only did he despise like other teams or want to beat them, he seemed mm-hmm. to resent those. But I, I just had to yeah. barge in with that, man. I'm sorry. No, no, you, I got a Dallas story too for you. I figured that out. I was listening <laughs> to the opening. I'm like, I got one. Okay, but uh, I'll, I'll bring that to you in a second. But yeah, he. Okay. This older lady, you know, working there, she had to be in her 60s. She's like, oh, he's such a nice young man, that Tim Tebow, you know, very friendly. <laughs> and and you want to talk about a powder keg going off. He's oh. awful. He's ridiculous. He sucks. Keep him out of dead. I'm like, what are you doing to this lady? And she's like, oh, he's not that bad. Oh. And I had to, of course, apologize to the poor lady. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mind Tim Tebow. I'm sorry he did that. I think he went to the washroom or something like that. Oh so we had God. those moments. Yeah, I was like, why, why him? And there's so many other players. Charles Martin, I get it. Totally get it. Tim Tebow, right. really? So <laughs> yeah, he's not that bad. So he I don't. Know. He didn't throw any Bears quarterbacks on their no. ass. No, he didn't. He, he didn't. prayed and did the thing and whatever. But I was thinking about the Dallas stuff, and oh, you're yeah, absolutely yeah. right, man. He would hate on Brady. And now Belichick, oh. they can, yeah, you know, all that. Yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I didn't even put that association together. Yeah, the, sure. the reason, it's not just because Tom Brady's great. He's a cheater. Everybody right. knows he's a cheater. He's a deflator. He's a cheater. KMA. Yeah. That's what would yeah. come out of his mouth. He's worse than a cheater. Yeah. I mean, he would always add that. He's worse than that. Worse than a um, cheater. <laughs> worse than a cheater. It's worse than the farthest one can go with yes. describing some extreme. <laughs> 100%. Yes. Yeah. So with, with Dallas, I remember, well, besides he'd bring up 44 nothing in 85. Of course, he'd bring that up. That's an easy one. But uh, in 1992, and this is where I get from, I get this from him, the vivid memory, when the Bears, um, so it was 91 season, uh, the 92 playoffs, because obviously 92, it was fired, all that. But 91, yeah. uh, they did go to the playoffs and they played Dallas. Uh, I, went, I went to that game, I was probably seventh grade, um, uh-huh. and, and that was, you know, the Aikman Smith and all that, and they, they whooped us pretty good here at Soldier Field. And I remember after the game, you know, I had to wait for him to do all the interviews and all that stuff forever, which I didn't hate it as a kid, but that's oh, yeah. there. Oh, oh no, gosh. I never really thought about that kind of stuff. Horrible. From a kid's and, but, you know, now I think it would be cool. But I'm like, what did you do? Why did you have to ask him all those questions? And he goes, well, I had to ask him how they thought they were going into the Silver Dome and they were going to touch Detroit, and I knew they were going to get there, and I won't say the rest, but <laughs> went off on a – tangent on how Wayne Fonts' Lions were going to just kill the Cowboys. Oh, and man. It was good times. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, man, you have really stepped up your Les Grobstein impersonation. I mean, maybe it's always been there. but ah, I, I don't but know. The, I learned from the best, it, man. It, it, <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, I'm talking like, to you, man. It, it's, uh, did I ever tell you the time he, he dropped in on one of the tailgates that I was at when I was just at a Bears game as a fan? Oh, gosh. I can only so, remember. I can only so imagine. This, yeah. 
this is like years ago, like uh, early Erlacher days, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where I was working at the time, but I was <clears throat> hell. I might have had a foot in the score. I don't remember. Anyway, right. I, I was I was in the parking lot tailgating with friends and family. Yeah. My my brother Brian is a season ticket holder, and sure. uh, his wife Priscilla was there, and okay. his wife Priscilla happens to be a Tennessee girl, and so oh she had she's got yeah oh boy is right here we go <laughs> so she's got this big tennis we've got our Bears flag up sure. and we've got our Chicago flag probably and Priscilla had to bring bring my Tennessee flag so she had her <laughs> Tennessee flag up. And yep. I told Les, hey, man, you got to come out to our tailgate, brother. Come on. Yeah. So he comes out because I wanted everybody to meet the great Les Grobstein, my friend <laughs> who I work with and I know. Right, um, right. Like, you guys got to meet Les. He's hilarious. So Les comes out there, and there's me and my brother and Priscilla front row. And they're like, oh, it's Les Grobstein. And uh, Les just mm-hmm. looks at Priscilla and my brother and just goes, what's with the Tennessee flag? <laughs> Yep, I knew it. I knew it was going to be What's something about that. What's with the Tennessee flag? Bruce Pearl is garbage. Oh, gosh, there's another Just... one. Bring him up. Holy oh, cow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think Bruce Pearl was coaching there at the time. So that yeah. was his – That was his. I think that's – as far as I know, that's the only link to Tennessee hate, unless you could tell me – Something different. No, I think he would just do a general ad, all these yahoos down there, and you know he would talk about you know just a general, right. you know assumption about the South, and you know my <laughs> my sister she actually went to UK, she she went to Kentucky, and I would tell you know every time I bring that up, he'd be like, yeah, that was racist, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay, you're right. <laughs> take it all down. Right. <laughs> we'll end that conversation right there. And, yeah, yeah, so. Because I knew, like you know, you, you 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 could push some buttons as far as you can go, but then after a while, like this is this I've hit a wall, and it's not gonna, it, it's no longer funny. So I'm just gonna reroute my conversation with them. And you, you know, know I, the funny the thing about that, Scott, is I, yeah. I maybe I should have done that a few times on the radio, but I never did reroute. No, and that's what made it great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the 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 Super Bowl thing. We know that oh. we, we get drop it. I, that was. Yeah. Oh. I do. I think I told you this. I do remember hearing that, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's really, he's really pissed off." I gotta call this guy, and I actually texted, <laughs> I texted or called him or something. I was like, "What's going on? Why are you so upset?" He's like, "No, no, no, we're fine, we're fine." I'm like, "Yeah, oh, I don't know, man." <laughs> I know it did sound fine to me. Yeah, yeah, it sounded a little rough. And I, I know radio enough and know when things are a bit and when things are real. And you sounded triggered, <laughs> so yeah, he wouldn't know what triggered means, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> he, yeah. he, that I, maybe that was part of his magic because you know that. Same yeah. thing happened with me, like with that, because I kind of was. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I necessarily wanted to apologize to him because it was ready, but I did want to make sure. sure he was cool. Right. And he was like, "Yeah, we're fine." What? Like he looked at me like nothing ever yeah. happened. Yeah. So short-term memory. And, well, and, and, yeah, it's beautiful. I think part of that is, you know, obviously, you know, being being in this business, you I guess kind of have to have clearly thick skin and and, and short-term memory, and you know, if you let every buddy who doesn't like you or whatnot you know it's similar to teaching what i do for a career but nothing as public as what you guys do and i think you know if you have every you know hater coming at you and saying all the stuff and you let it get to you personally even though we are human um you know i think it makes for a pretty stressful career and i I just think he either his mind wouldn't let him remember that because that wasn't a sports fact or he just chose not to he had tunnel vision man right i mean it was all sports And if it was anything you know, personal or, or human connected, it was there. I'm not saying he didn't care about human people, right? Yeah. 
but yeah. it was it was tunnel vision and it was sports and that's what made him the the person he was. So that's meant is all good stuff. That's meant. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it really is. And plus, yeah. you know, I'm no Larry Lujak anyway. So you know. <laughs> okay, so I found a tape the uh, going through some of his stuff the other day, and I found oh. an original Animal Story CD oh. from Lujak and Tommy Edwards, and I'm like, Hey Ben. You got. Let me explain who these guys were to you, and or were you know to him, and explaining. It. And we happened to happened to go somewhere, and I was you know we were in the car, and I popped this thing on. I'm like, humor me. Let me let me play this for you. And he's we're about five minutes in. He's like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. You've got to be kidding me. This is awful. And I'm laughing because I think it's kind of funny, but he's just looking at me, shaking his head like I'm trying to. But this is terrible. Turn it off. So. These oh, kids man. these days, they don't get the early radio humor, I guess, from the 80s. But what, yeah. what are you going to do? What are well, you gonna hey, do? man, you're doing your best. You're doing your best. At least you're, t- yeah. yeah, hey, you're trying. And, you know, <laughs> as they get older, like, older things get cool again, retro. Right. I mean, people were yeah. into albums again. So, hopefully, oh, yeah. you just you just keep fighting through. You're, you're a teacher. You're a natural I'm teacher. I'm struggling. Man. Thanks. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I, every, day's a, every day's a struggle, but I, I am trying. <laughs> One I, of these days. I, I got the little one. The little one's into sports. So yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mr. Nicholas. Yeah, that's oh, our guy. Yeah. Um, Scott, I always appreciate having you on. I always tell tell you this and I like to to rehash the story that I you know, when I do impersonations, the the uh, unfortunately um I do have a conscience about it as in sure. or conscious about it like sometimes I, I don't know if I feel bad because I, I do it and I keep sure. doing it. But you know what I mean? Like, I think about, yes. oh, God, I hope their family member, you know, they must hate me. And then I remember you texting the score one day after I had done yes. some grobber bit. And oh. you're like, dude, that's hilarious. I'm Scott, you know, Scott Grobstein. Yeah. And I, I, I wasn't positive it was you, but I was pretty sure. Right. And I text back. And then sure enough, you're like, you just green light at me and you just kind of look at less obviously you know him a lot better than than all of us yeah. do but you kind of understand and appreciate the character that he was and some things needed to be pointed out at times uh, i do and first of all you do it and it's it's hilarious like i'm literally like crying laughing listening to you sometimes so yeah you have my full <laughs> uh, <laughs> full blessing but I you appreciate do it that. in a way absolutely i mean i know what he meant to you and what you yes. mean to him and and i and i guess I, I i know the respect you guys had for each other and you do it in a playful way there has to be the humor that's what made him who he was he was a quirky dude i mean to say that he was completely normal and everything was to a t no but that's what made it fun and that's what made it quirky and you just you bring out the humor in it and you know can some people go a little far with it sometimes yeah but again i have thick skin i get it i know it no one there's no personal attacks and i've heard them all trust me i've heard all the comments (laughs) in the the coffee pot and the i've heard it all man and it's you know it, it is what it is but you just you make it you make it fun and you just make it enjoyable and you do it in a in a loving way i mean there's no other way to put it so yes i i Keep on, keep on going, man. I love it. <laughs> Scott, thanks for coming on, and thanks for being so accessible. I mean, I know that you you uh, got to get up and teach tomorrow morning, so you are appreciated. Let's talk soon, all right, man? Absolutely, buddy. Thanks, man. Keep in touch. Yeah, you too. That is the great, the one and only Scott Grobstein, Les Grobstein's son. Les Grobstein is the guy that we are honoring tonight. If you don't know 
Les, Les Grobstein, longtime legendary radio man in Chicago and did a lot of years with the score, doing an overnight show from midnight to five. That is why I, Mark Grody, am live midnight to five. And later on, when we have some time, I will talk about why I appreciated Les so much, or actually more, kind of more of an origin story of why Les and I became at the score what we did, uh, other than the fact that, you know, we were next to each other in the alphabet, Grober Grody. So, you know, I, I always think about that. Like, if we were in school together, I would have always sat next to Les. <laughs> Like, like somehow he and I were meant to be, and I appreciate him so much, and uh, that is why I'm like feel blessed that I get to do this show from midnight to five. Coming up next, we are going to have live Kathy on the show. Kathy is Les's longtime girlfriend, knows him as well, obviously, as anybody. And uh, we'll catch up with Kathy in uh, just a little bit. I'm Mark Grody. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. We're back with more Mark Grody on The Score Overnight Special, Remembering Les Grobstein. That is what we're doing. A lot of great texts coming in here to The Score, 312-644-6767-312. I was there. God bless you, Les. Deeply missed. God bless all of you guys at the score for his family, friends, and fans. Peace and love. A lot of stuff like that. Grody, hopefully your building management won't come over again to see what this overnight ruckus is all about. West Loop Tom. Yeah, that's the hope, man. It's a one-off, though. It's the way I feel. I feel strong about this. And that did happen. But last year, I was doing an overnight from my place here, living a high-rise, and got a knock on the door from security to keep it down. And uh, I couldn't do that because I was on the radio. And then he was like, oh, okay, that's all right. Okay, that's cool. So, yeah, hopefully it won't happen. I think I think we're cool. I think the neighbor's cool. We're all good. Dave the Cat is in the house. He's in a box. Cats love to go in boxes. That's where Dave the Cat is right now. We got a lot of stuff coming up here on Score Overnight. And loving on less. LOL. Loving on less. Yeah. John Greenberg will join us at 1 o'clock. And I cannot wait to talk to John because we're doing the bum of the year. He's got a poll up on The Athletic right now. At this point, it's on both of our Twitters, John Greenberg's and mine. And uh, I'm not going to give it away um, the where it is right now, but he just sent me the breakdown of where things stand between Tony La Russa, Jerry Reinsdorf, Tom Ricketts, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers, and I can't wait to share that update with John. And uh, if you guys want to call in during the 1 o'clock hour to give your entry for Bum of the Week, we certainly would be overjoyed. We would love that. 312-644-6767. Uh, now we get a chance to talk to one of the people closest to Les Grobstein over the last decade plus, his longtime girlfriend, Kathy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And uh, Kathy, thank you so much for coming on Score Overnight. How are, what are you thinking about and how are you feeling on this this day, which has now actually turned into the next day? Well, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been interesting uh, past year um, trying to do things on my own, but I do miss them terribly. A lot of great memories, though, and it seems like sometimes I'm just like talking to him in the car, <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of those things. And then I feel like he's answered it. So, but it's been um, it's been interesting. So yeah, the year it... did go by fast. It did go by fast. God, didn't it? I mean, it sure did. Like when when Mitch Rosen said, "Hey, can you do this this uh, Les Grobstein show on January seventeenth or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. boy, today's today's the fifteenth, right? Sixteenth? I should know the date." I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, but why?" He's like, "That's the anniversary of his death." I'm like, "Oh my God!" Because and I think that that is because I mean, people like that, Kathy, for you and for me and lots of people listening, it Les was the type of guy who you never really thought would die because like, like that he would outlast all of us. Just he kept because going nonstop. He, just kept go- he was nonstop, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? That, right, that's, right, like, absolutely. He, he, must, he must have been a ball, like, going out on dates and hanging out with because, you know, he's <laughs> you know, a lot older than me and you, and, you know, the guy had mm-hmm. probably more energy than both of us combined, right, Kathy? Yeah, but very, very little sleep. <laughs> very yeah. little sleep, and he kept going. Never how, said how, no to me. That's uh, that's unbelievable. I and I was I still try to figure that out, Kathy. And then maybe right, you have yeah. the answer. How did that man exist as productively as he did on so little sleep? And did did he actually sleep? Well, he slept. I would say probably about three hours. And then um, during the time as he was sleeping, um, if anything was happening with sports or whatever, I would let him know right away when he got up because I, I knew I timed it and it was like three hours. It was not enough sleep, but that's how he worked. Yeah. Yeah. He was able and to, to function, right? He was. And he took me to lunch every day and <laughs> made sure of that. And from 12 to one and didn't really sleep well though. 
Oh, man, but, that's uh, amazing. I didn't say you guys had lunches every day, 12 to 1. Every huh? day, yeah, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Well, Saturday what was, too, the, yeah. was it, did it, did it go beyond Fuddruckers, or were there other places oh. you take it to? <laughs> they like, like family restaurants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I bet Les loved, like, just a good old-fashioned Greek restaurant that's a diner-type place, right, with, like, the yes, seven or eight did. pages. Yes, he did. He loved yeah. diners. Yeah. Oh, I bet he yeah. did. He took me to a bunch of them, in, like, even in Florida when we went on a trip. You would always try to find a diner. Yeah. That yep. was last. That was last. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you were on a trip at either Disney World or Hawaii, right? Wasn't that pretty much right. the his favorite right. locations? Right. Yes. That's, yes. That's we were guy. planning to go to Hawaii in uh, this year, but that didn't happen. But yeah. yeah. So he loved well, Hawaii. Yeah. No, I know he did. Uh, Kathy, did you, yes. is there any like stories or things about less that? that stand out or that you want to or would share with our audience? I could audience. share some, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love that if you could do that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. This is uh, interesting. Um, so Les and I uh, went to Tennessee in, like, 2004. Okay. And it was, like, my very first Bears football game against the Titans. Uh-huh. So um, that year, I know, I mean, they did win. Uh, it was, like, 1917, I believe, in overtime or something. But the funny story was that uh, – we had to get me a ticket. So he looked on the street and um, for someone who had a ticket and was able to get me one. So I didn't realize this, but when we went in, Les went into the press box and I went to sit at the seat that, you know, the ticket was whatever that number was. Uh-huh. Um, I sat down and all around me was all the Titan fans. And I called Les on his cell phone and I'm like, Seriously, you put me right near all the Titans fans, and I have to root for this, you know, team. Uh-huh. And I was kind of like looking at my bag. I'm like, hope it doesn't say anything Chicago on there. I could not stop laughing, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe you put me there. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. And, and you he, know, if you had, if if he had landed in that section, could you imagine oh, that conversations oh. that'd be going on? Oh my god, he would have everybody talking and either arguing or something about, you know, the team. Yeah. So he, he, it was very interesting, but um, we were able to meet a lot of nice people out there at the time and um, who we bought the ticket from and ended up, I'm still talking to him from this day. He's a, uh, a you know, really nice person and he loved less. So yeah. but anywhere we went, anywhere we went, anywhere on travel, um, even out of the country, every, you know, somebody would recognize him. And uh, then you get him start talking, and he wouldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He loved it. He loved the attention, and I said, "Go for it." You know, I was right next to him, and I supported him through that whole thing. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean that that's that that's you're a good woman, Kathy. There's no doubt yeah, about that. Yeah, I, I stuck by yes, but he taught me a lot. And uh, my um, first time going to uh, spring training in Arizona, it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't know what to expect or anything, and um, I asked him, I says, hey, do you think you could teach me how to do, like, um, I think it was the scorecard and how to fill it out. Mm-hmm. So um, he was trying, but I'm like, you know what? I don't think it's going to work out because I'm not understanding it. <laughs> when he was explaining it, and I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. think I can do this. But in the meantime, you know, he's in the press box, and I'm walking around and um, – looking for someone to sign, a, you know, a ball or something. Like, I had Sammy Sosa sign a ball for me. Now, I have an amazing collection of signed autographs, and I'm lucky because of us. And 
um, one day I was sitting, like one of the other game day, I don't remember what it was. I was sitting on a chair by myself, and all of a sudden the door opens. Who comes through was Ronsano. Mm. So I was able to get a picture with him. Sick. So I went and showed Lester, and he's like, how did you do that? I go, I just sitting there, and there he came out of that door, you know. So it was pretty oh, that's nice. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, Grober, he had, he had a he had a link to all those Cubs back in the day, man. He did, yeah. But uh, another interesting story um, is I, I was doing a lot of thinking, and uh, when we were first starting to date and stuff, and uh, he went in his um, trunk and he was taking out these cassettes, and as we were sitting in the car, he puts it in there, and I'm like, what is this? And it was a play-by-play. He wanted me to listen to his voice. And I go, oh, you must like hearing your voice. <laughs> and uh, he just he just kept putting it in so I can hear it, you know. And all I kept hearing is the excitement of the game that he was doing. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty nice. That's pretty cool. I thought that story was going to go in a different direction, like it was some like beat up tape of him doing uh, UIC Flames hockey with some yeah, guy named Scrubby McGriffins or something <laughs> like that. But I, you know what I love about you, Kathy? You really like you just said it. You learned a lot from Les, and you appreciated it because you weren't a big sports fan before you met Les. Not were you? at all. No, not really. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no. But he uh, turned me around a little bit and. Uh, taught me a lot too i asked a lot of questions so he would teach me that you know but i always said how do you know this stuff all by memory it's amazing right it's like an encyclopedia yeah oh yeah no that's been that's probably the most persistent less text through the years i mean less there's a lot of persistent texting to less and everybody there's a lot of characters in his audience but the the one consistent thing is how does you're incredible Les how do you remember my dad says that my dad who l- would listen to the overnights he you know gets up into the middle of the night and will put the radio on and be like God, how does this guy how does he know all this stuff <laughs> right he he did I mean it was just amazing like um if we ever like went somewhere and there was like a contest of like answering some sports stuff I would help have him help me fill it out <laughs> to try oh, to yeah. win. Sure, yeah, Why, so, of course, of course. Right, it, he knew all the answer, and it was just, like, really cool, you know, in seconds. <laughs> I mean, like, he knew. Well, here's the thing, Kathy. He knew the answer even if he didn't know the answer. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right. You I know, know what less, you're saying, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Lesson always yeah. give an answer. But, no, I mean, that's the that, sometimes that's the part that gets lost in, in Les, and I am responsible for it in part. But Les, Les was, a, he was a really good broadcaster, and he his knowledge of sports was second to none. And that was, you know, we all have to have that base. Like, nobody gets into sports radio especially if you're not a diehard like you can't get away with you know not being pretty well versed in everything and having a natural love for sports and that's what Les had probably better than anybody yes yes Um, I wanted to um because I heard you earlier um Regarding that Lady Gaga concert that I yes. had forced him to take me to, I wanted to talk to you about that. I, yes. He didn't want anybody to know he was going to oh. this. And it's when she first came out, isn't it right, Mark? Wasn't it when she first came out? Yeah, well, he, and, I remember he didn't like her because yeah, she's a fraud. Madonna is what it's all about here. So that's hilarious. So then the first person he sees is me and my girlfriend. Ah, great. <laughs> Grody's here of all people. 
Oh my goodness! Like I'm like, who is that? And he says it's Mark. And I'm like, oh, you know him well. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry that I forced you to take me to this, but um, <laughs> it was funny. I we didn't even know we were going to bump into someone. So of course not. That was, yeah. But everybody, everybody, everywhere I went, you know, somebody recognized him. So even restaurants and you know things like that. It was it was nice though. But yeah, uh, yeah and uh, I had another story. Um, Please. Yeah, um, one time, um, it was when the Chicago Wolves won the championship. Now, I don't remember how long ago this has been, but I, I remember they won in overtime. Um, Les, I was looking from where I was sitting, and after the game was over, you know, Les has to get, you know, maybe one of the players, and he he was on the ice or something, and he was going so fast walking um, with his recorder, and I can see him, and I'm like, oh, my God. He, when he needs to do something, he really runs to it. Oh, oh yeah, man. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could, so I could picture him, too, with that, that old tape recorder, the classic Les Grobstein tape recorder the, over his shoulder. Oh, yeah, he had and, that with him all the time, yeah, and he kept showing it to me often. <laughs> So I was like, that's, was that's nice. So I kind of like know what it really looks like. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Was he trying to impress you? Check out my cassette player. You know? Well, besides that. doing the play-by-play of his voice, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> of course. Hey, we in radio, we got to pull out whatever tricks we can possibly come up with. You know what I mean? Right. I know. I um, I also had an interesting um, where Wes introduced me to um, – I went to this, like, WLS uh, Rewind party. And I got to meet, like, Larry Lujak, Tommy Edwards, Catherine Johns, I believe it was. And I was, like, I was young at the time. I was in high school, and on the bus I would always hear, like, their voices talking on the radio. And I got a chance to meet them. And I was like, oh, my goodness, like, wow. I was really lucky. I was happy. That's very cool. I got to meet them, you know, from the name to the face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then I asked Les one time, is it possible that you can probably introduce me to Eddie and Jobo one day? Well, yeah. he made that happen. He of made course. that happen. One I call. Was like, Are you... oh, pardon me? I said all you have to do is make one call probably. Yes. Uh, yeah. He, I mean, we were at a game somewhere, and they were there. So I was like, well, thank you for finally letting me meet them. <laughs> yeah, and that was so really cool. nice. That's so cool. So, I, I, yeah, uh, yeah no, that's awesome. I love – Love all those stories, and the best part about them is, like, they all add up. Like, we all got a pretty good idea of who who Les was, and we're fortunate that he put it all out there for us because most of us don't uh, allow every part of us to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Les did, didn't he? Right, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, anytime um, I'm missing his voice or something, yeah. I go to YouTube. I go to YouTube. Oh, and I listen, great. and I watch, and I start smiling, like, "Wow, yeah." Sometimes yeah. I need to hear that, you know. What a, yeah, that, what a what a great thing. I didn't really think of it that way. When you know somebody, yeah, I do who's, that from time to time. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. That's but, that's what, what a way to to like feel his presence. I that's what I do, right? I mean, I and it makes me feel like he's still there. So yeah, yeah. I was going to say um, to the fans and stuff yeah. that reached out to me and everyone who they have been great. And uh, they've been telling me stories, how they used to listen to him, but they miss him a lot. And uh, But I have memories that last me a lifetime, and uh, 
you know, I'm really happy about that. Um, I wanted to also, I wanted to thank Mitch Rosen for all of the support for the last year. And I wanted to add that too. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for also having me on tonight. Yeah, absolutely, Kathy. Thank you for coming on. I mean, it's got to be an emotional day. And I know uh, from talking to you in the past how much he meant to you, and you just reminded us again over the last 20 minutes or so. So, um, you know, we're going to have Mitch on at 4 o'clock, and I'll make sure that he gets that message and everybody listening to score overnight right now. Uh, they're loving on less on the text line and they're hearing your voice too. And it means a lot to all of us for you coming on tonight, Kathy. Thank you so much. I know I have a lot of people listening in tonight. So, um, oh, thank good. you. Good. All right. Well, 22 Kathy, years. So long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's incredible. Well, you're a strong woman. You're a wonderful woman. And I'm glad that I know you. I am glad I know you too. Thank you so much, Mark. All right. Bye Kathy. Okay, bye-bye. Yep, that is uh, Kathy's, or Kathy's, Les's long-time girlfriend, um, Kathy, and you can tell in her voice, you could hear it. I mean, the the mix of sadness and happiness. You know, sadness because of this day, but then the happiness because we're talking about him. And uh, we're sharing fun stories, and that's what it's all about. And there's some real stuff involved, too. But, uh, you know, this is the time that we get to remember and have fun and talk about how unique the guy was. And uh, we do have to take a break here. I was going to go into something else, and then I looked up at the clock, and it says 1 o'clock. It is the next hour, and uh, we got to take a break when we come back. All right, we got, we'll, we'll have an update on the bum of the year voting that is going on online via The Athletic, via John Greenberg via Mark Grody. You could find it in any of those three places. And John Greenberg will join us next here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.